Hello, and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories, and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason, and with me, he's been to cities that never closed down, from New York to Rio and old London town, but no matter how far or how wide he's roamed, he still calls Australia home. It's Nick Bassett. Do I? When is Australia home? For the last two and a half years. That was a very succinct hello, though, from you, mate. That was strong. Thank you. To the point. Thank you. It took me a while to understand where you were coming from. Where I was going. Very good. And buying his bread from a man in Maine, Brussels, WA, that is. He's six foot four and mainly full of muscle. We first met and I said, do you speak of my language? And he just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. It's I like that. Very good. <laughs> is it Australia Day? Long. <laughs> is it Australia Day? It's got it's a the thing most, to it. It's the most patriotic, patriotic I've felt in years. Very good. <laughs> Although last night uh, brought out some patriotism in me. He's got some red and white checkers on him. Let me know and we can discuss it. He's an hour it. late for this. So, yeah, we're recording Saturday morning. Someone's an hour late because Croatia did winning. And I tried doing the right thing. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get up for the whole game. I just got up for the <laughs> second half. Checked my phone to make sure Brazil weren't three goals up. And I was like, oh, I better get up and watch it. Of course, it went to extra time. Of course, it went to penalties. But Croatia won. So I'm happy, tired little boy, this morning. And I apologise to my co-host for my tardiness. Mate, it's good, mate. We're, we're we're happy for you, Croatia. What an upset! Who does that mean that they will potentially play now? Do they play France, Argentina? Argentina. Oh, they play Argentina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same yeah. guy. Yeah, yep. So, yeah. Uh, just to summarise it, we've just broken Neymar's heart. Next game will break Messi's heart, and then after that, we'll please do probably break Mbappe's heart. <laughs> You're going to go one better than last four years ago. Could you imagine that? A repeat final, France-Croatia? Who would have picked that? Yeah, that's a good call. Actually, I want to go through and um, I want to go back and find the timestamp of our predictions. Mine was Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they were unlucky. They were unlucky. Robbed. Absolutely robbed. I was filthy. <laughs> All I remember is saying that I think Spain and Germany will go shit, which they have. Yeah. And I think France will go again, which could happen. I don't remember what else. I think I said I wish I, I wish I hope Belgium and Croatia are the types that go okay. So, yeah, but, you did mention Belgium, and this probably said much, Brazil. Yeah, I thought Brazil would do. I mean, they were looking bloody good, weren't they? And then your mates come and come and <laughs> yep. do them. Um, yep. I mean, England have been better than I thought. I didn't think they'd be as creative as they have been. Um, and yeah, I was I was hoping someone can beat Messi for me. Uh, Argentina won't win. Did you guys want to take a guess at the population of Brazil? How many million do we think that they have? Uh, oh, they're huge, I'm aren't they? not good with this type of stuff. This is a real weakness for me. Anything like quantifying things. All right, well, is it like 30? 200 million. Okay. For Brazil. Yeah. So that gives us a starting point. How many million do you think that Croatia has? Like five. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, we did. So okay. it's basically the size of New Zealand. And what's Argentina? Argentina, I'd say. What do you think? A hundred? I don't know. Argentina. Pop. 
46. Okay. 46. And Australia, I think, probably has 28. That's a lot of 25, millions. actually. We've got a lot of space. We just don't use it. Yeah. Don't 99% of the people live in like 1% of the land or something? Something like that, oh, wow. yeah. So t- talking about major differences, I think this is the first time our pod's probably going to be almost hot off the press. Like we're recording this and, it, <laughs> and it's going to be edited and pushed out in probably between 24 and 48 hours. So it is a news episode. We're just doing a catch up of like the last six weeks of news that we haven't um, haven't caught up on. Um, so hopefully we have collated anything and everything that's come in in that time. Um, and this will be the last news episode. Um, our next episode will just be focusing on our awards. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get into it. If you'd like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can a few different ways. You can follow the link in the podcast apps episode descriptions. Follow the episode blog on our website, which we'll be releasing in the new year. Uh, you can, via popular demand, um, see the episode highlights reel on our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast. Just check out the stories when we go live or view the little circular highlight icons. Look for episode 40 um, on our home page of Instagram, or you can just see the major talking points or references on the Instagram page. Keep us in check or say good day through our Instagram or via email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, let's uh, let's try and breeze through some of these news items and focus on a, a few of them, eh? I'll um, put some X's next to ones that I think we can just skim over. Through. Oh really? That's so that interesting because that, that first helps. that first one is quite topical in my mind, um, which is the, the the Brisbane Lions um, supersize their partnership with Maccas. From 2023, the Golden Arches will be displayed on the neckline of the club's AFL Guernsey. Um, as a, as a Lions fan, I'm not really too keen on it. Um, I'm also not keen on what they've done with the Lions gear. The looks like the Fitzroy Clash now has the yellow trim which I'm not the biggest fan of. Those watermarks are still sticking around, which I do not understand where the logic is from that. But I just did want to talk to you guys in general about this movement that we're having with applying sponsors to the brand mark and what that could potentially mean for the future of sports apparel and particularly the relationship with manufacturers. It's a bit of a slope in my mind. Slippery. Yeah, you, you talk about you talk about like the word the wording used, and you know, are you a supplier or are you a partner? And it almost feels like teams are seeing apparel companies as a supplier now rather than a partner in some situations. Not in all, but mm. what it says to me is. Um, probably what I've known for a while and you guys may have known it as well, but um, power companies aren't getting probably bang for their buck for doing the gear. So yeah, uh, deals have had to be rejigged where, you know, they've swapped that, that sponsor position uh, jigged around with the, 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 the contract and yeah, this is what we've got. But I agree with Mason in that it's a slippery slope. Like I think back growing up, all your favorite jerseys, whether it's NBA or, 
whatever. Imagine them without the, you know, the Nike logo on it or the Addy logo on it and stuff like that. Like, for one, it's giving the customer a much worse product. Like this Macca's one especially, like, it, it, it looks cheap. It looks tacky. Um, not that the classic sports line would have been much better or New Balance or whatever it is now, but, you know, it's not the point. It's, it is disappointing. We look at Hawthorne and Sketches as well. There's oh. not one Hawthorne's, Hawthorne fan that is a fan of what's happening there. So, so from behind the scenes, right, so what generally happens is a contract gets done between the club and the partner or the supplier, whatever term you want to use, and there's a contract element involved, right? So the apparel partner would go, we will give you X amount of dollars to be your partner, be your supplier. Essentially, that old, that old term of working for exposure, <laughs> you know, do a job for exposure. Sorry, just to clarify, is that it's always cash and contra. So how much that balances? Yes. Um, essentially, essentially, Nike going to, uh, I don't know, Sydney Swans and going, we will give you $200,000 or $500,000 plus another $500,000 worth of uh, stock. So yep. Yep. For you, 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 order, yeah, you will order your uniforms and we will give all of that to you free and capped it. 500,000 as an example. And anything more than that, you have to pay for. So, and that goes towards not only the, the club stuff, but any junior programs and women's programs and stuff is where they, they draw that from. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what we're probably seeing is the, the clubs really dictating the market and setting the values and what they deem to be their worth. Maybe it's not the clubs in general, but as a whole. And I think it's been a environment that has been against the suppliers or the manufacturers or the apparel um, companies for a long time, particularly in the Australian market, which we talked about. There's only certain yeah. clubs that you really get benefits from in doing it. So we're at a point where, where the clubs are going, well, actually, we can get more money by selling that space to another um, partner and then we're rejigging those contra and figures. Probably, so take, that, probably taking less cash is what they're doing. Taking less cash from less. a classic and now taking cash or new balance and taking more cash from Maccas. Yep. Yep. So it's, it is helping the, uh, the apparel companies in a way because they're not having to fork out as much to be the partner. But what real benefit is it to them? To not be on a jersey, yeah. To not be on the front of the jersey. Is it worth that, do you think? Well, obviously it is because there's multiple suppliers doing it um, at this point. Uh, and, I mean, technically they are still on the front of the jersey because they're on the locker label. I know it's nothing, mm. you know, nothing compared to. But For example, I don't think I've ever even seen Burley Seacombe's logo. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. I've just searched it up now. But... Really? Well, Seacombe's on Fremantle. Yeah. That's one that I don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sound sound life decision, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, literally never seen that logo in my life. Jesus. They um, yes, yeah, so I guess they'll say you know we get it on all, all the trims, the label, back neck taping, etc. We get it on all the off field gear. Um, it saves us I don't know x amount of dollars, whether it's fifty hundred thousand dollars i don't know what the number is um, mm. and they tossed up that it's worth it but 
I actually have been told previously that it was an initiative that certain suppliers were going out and trying to push to the clubs maybe six years ago, saying, can we give you less cash? Do whatever the the hell you want with that, that you know, sternum sponsor position. Mm. Uh, we'll just give you less cash. So obviously it's coming into fruition now and I think we as a consumer are worse off for it. But to your point, Mason, it does dictate that, you know, it isn't as easy sailing as everyone thinks it is for the supplier. Everyone thinks that, you know, $160, jet, well, you know, 130 or whatever an AFL Guernsey is. Everyone at the involved in the you know the supplier are getting rich, but you know once the retailers are taking their cut, AFL is taking their cut. You know, freight charges are through the roof at the moment. Um, club takes their cut. It's 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 not not as easy as everyone thinks it is. So, mm. be interesting to see whether this um, becomes completely yeah. throughout the whole AFL, which I'm sure we hope it all. Have you guys seen that um, athletic interest video about how much profit Nike and Adidas make from a sale of a pair of shoes? Ooh, Negative. I yeah. have, but long time ago. It's an old video, isn't it? Yeah, it's a couple of years old yeah. now maybe. But yeah, apparently it's only sort of 9% for Adidas they make on a pair of shoes and 12 well, there's no percent for Nike. So that's all their markup is. It's all the there's insurance no risk. and shipping and... There's no risk for anyone else. Like the no. supply, the the supplier does all of the work, ninety percent of the work. Let's say they get the risk for the freight. They get the costs associated with manufacturing. Um, they get the risks associated with items not selling. So you get, you potentially have a whole lot of dead stock if it doesn't take off. So that all of that risk is left with the supplier. And then as soon as there's a transaction made, you're getting four or five, as Kit said. Um, different parties that'll just get a, a small piece of the pie mm-hmm. and they get a lot of the voice as far as what the product end product is that you know the clubs get to dictate a lot of the time what it looks like um, the AFL NRL whoever SSN whatever they have a whole lot of rules in places to how things are supposed to look and how much color things can be and where things are placed and what color logos are they still don't get the risk it's the, it's the apparel companies that take on all that risk and it's um, yeah, it's a lot of things that people don't really understand or appreciate, which is yeah. frustrating. Yeah, we don't want a big yellow sponsor on a blue jersey or, or whatever, you know, it's it's not us. And we think some things could sell better if, you know, you'd let well, us I almost do our thing. But I won't be buying a Lions Guernsey anytime soon <laughs> until they get rid of that freaking watermark at least. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, Western Bulldogs 2023, not really too much to say there. I think they're looking from the past and creating the future or something like that, but it's... Yeah, who cares? They're doing yeah. it with a shit collar. ASICs are going backwards this year, though. One of my favourite suppliers. What they're doing this year sucks. Shit oh, you're talking... <laughs> you're talking... Um, Oh, why have I got Western Bulldogs? Yes. Uh, sorry. I was talking Canterbury Bulldogs. Yeah. What is ASIC doing with their necklines? For God's sakes. Why can't they just have a simple, clean, neat collar? Yep. Yeah. That ain't it for him. Uh, we'll, we'll get to one a bit later and I'll go more on the neckline. But yeah, the Bulldogs jersey, you know, take away the collar. It's nice enough. But the collar. I saw a, a dodgy. comment from one of our followers on, an, on another one of the you know, our, not our Instagram pages, RL jerseys or um, Jersey Watch, whatever it was, saying it looks like it's melted. 
Looks like the neckline's actually melting, which is <laughs> a fair call. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hawthorne. Hawthorne's Legends Guernsey, Lee Matthews edition. Uh, this is via hawthornefc.com.au. The Legends Guernsey series is about honouring Hawthorne's rich history while paying tribute to some of the most influential figures our club has known. It's the third of eight club legends set to be honoured in the coming years as part of their collectible legend series. It looks looks cool. Um, uh, you know what I hate? It's that Sketches logo. <laughs> um, it is weird seeing two like apparel slash shoe manufacturers on on a jersey eh? <laughs> still weird this legends thing something they've done i think they've done a couple of times already but essendon uh, did it a few times also so whether it was an addy idea or i don't know but um yeah cool 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 jumper anyway bit of a money-making scheme if not anything else no stupid neckline mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, we've grabbed this one from theage.com.au, AFLW white shorts policy. The AFL announced on Thursday afternoon that the AFLW clubs will, from next season, have an additional set of coloured shorts that are different from their standard home uniform. The move comes as female athletes in other sports, including tennis and cricket, challenge the traditional all-white dress codes for Wimbledon and test cricket, respectively. Obviously, this is all to do with the the stress around periods and menstruation time for women, but I think it's a good move as a man saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Us three men. (laughs) Us three men. Guys, I'm a girl dad. Don't forget that. So uh, I'm I'm happy with this if the girls are happy with it. Yeah, you know, whatever makes it easier, fine. If we're going to get some nice maroon shorts matching the maroon jersey, then that's fine with me. Probably just means they're going to give us more heinous white tops to compensate. (laughs) Could be very true. Uh, Hopefully a move um, that could slowly be introduced more into the men's game as well. I think there's some some uniforms that don't necessarily need those white shorts, but, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, me me playing footy uh, growing up as a teenager and whatnot, a few big nights on the piss and then rolled out of bed to play footy and feeling a bit crook in the gut, so I could have done with... You know, the anxiety of not having white shorts and getting shit, shit mixed in a tackle and shitting myself. So, cool. Very good. Uh, some humour from the New Zealand Warriors on their new jersey. A uh, new arc reactor installed, apparently, um, from One Dot New Zealand sponsorship centre front. Jeez, it's big. It's big. It's no Vodafone. Yeah, the old width of the Vodafone wording probably helped them out a bit there with not having the massive circle. Yeah. Not the old Vodafone logo. Good point, yeah. Um, so they... Yeah. I mean, the green kind of matches with the green of the jersey, but yeah. Yeah. Vodafone look nicer on the jersey. People will get over it, I'm sure. But I do like the, the, the pages, the official pages attempt at some humor. We yeah. embrace it, right? Yeah, for sure. Well played. Well played. Well, that, the marketing team s- has no real choice at the end of the day of who's sponsoring yeah. them. But yeah, we've got a, a Goku Spirit Bomb, uh, Iron Man Arc Reactor, Rick and Morty <laughs> Portal. Very good. What did they say? Like iOS update. Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some other releases that are probably not really worth diving into too much unless you guys have something to say. So Cronulla yeah. Sharks released oh, their 23. Paramount. Yeah, well, losers. 
Parramatta 23. I think the away is a lot. Um, it's a bit different. Can you guys? Can you guys? Um, just fill us in. Are the NRL pushing a NBA style? We want white jerseys for away teams. Like I'm noticing a massive trend at the moment with away jerseys becoming more. Dare I say more whiter, more uh, Aryan. Make it whiter. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> no? Make Delete that and my shark's comment. Uh, there's been no directive, no. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, no, it must just, be a coincidence. It's sort of just that light and dark thing, eh? But they have this, and I was talking to... I was, uh, talking to my colleague at the airport yesterday about this, what they've seemed to have done it is a little bit bizarre. Um, the collar on the players seems to be different to the retail collar, which I assume is just a, it has to be some sort of sample or uh, not the final product because the NRL wouldn't allow that. I was going to say, in you're right. I think some of the retails are different, but also the home the home is different to the away neckline. So the neckline on the away, which is the white one, has that ASIC style melting yeah. neckline, but then well, the home and the third? Yeah, all three necklines for retail are apparently, like all the three necklines on the EO store are the new away neckline. So hmm. this must be like that jersey we're looking at as last year's almost like it's got that neckline okay which is interesting right like obviously manly's updated their neckline this year with us is that something that's sort of allowed to happen not in the two-year cycle yeah the yeah the neckline can change you just have to mimic it you have to mimic it as best you can as per the previous collar yeah and also you you can't just have your your retail collars be different to your Nah, you're playing colors. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be old photos, or they haven't got the stock of the new items. Then, yeah, it's got to be what it is, right? Yeah, that's that's I assume what's happened. But so the weird thing is, um, and I'll probably be asking for an explanation from the NRL. That white away jersey is different to the one they wore last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that was its. F- First year or, or something like that. I don't. I don't know. Did that one do a two-year cycle? Maybe it did. Well, they've only. Anyway, been, this is their second year with Macron. Yeah. Okay. I'm certain. Um, yeah. Send him a please explain. Anyway, I can't remember the specifics. Whatever we worked out is that they seem to be doing some juggling in terms of the two-year cycle, and whatever jersey they brought in is. Uh, a new one, and they're delegating the the, the old jersey to a uh, an alternate. Um, strange stuff, anyway. But sale on. maybe sales, maybe sales aren't going too great. Perhaps. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, where were we? So this is where I was getting confused. Um, Bulldogs twenty. Oh, sorry, dragons. Yeah, dragons. Yeah, well, same deal. Nothing new Boring. there. Um, Bulldogs, as I said, they're. Canterbury Bulldogs, respect the past, create the future. Nothing really new there. Nice little CB heat seal gripper on the front of the chest of theirs. But Oh, yeah, it is. And I designed that seven years ago whenever it was. So maybe uh, do something different. <laughs> it's a nice pretty... jersey, though. I like these. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no one quicker to whack uh, 
classic to me. But this could be the favourite jersey set that I, that I think I've seen them release. I think it looks really great. And all the traditionalists say, it's a good jersey, but it's not Canterbury. Yeah, I get that, but it still looks awesome for me. Nick was actually saying the same thing off air as we were um, getting ready. He, he seemed to think that this is probably one of the better looking classics. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially finishes. the... Um... Especially the the blue base one. That's I prefer that to the white. Um, but yeah, the, the pattern's nice and just a nice, yeah, good, simple clean neckline. Clean, yeah. The uh, well, I don't love the neckline because it's a little bit crew cutty for me. But what I do hate is the marketing wank. Like, don't <laughs> sell us this. Respect the past, create the future. Because you know the the, the all you're respecting is the idea of a, a V or a Chevron. There's you know, it doesn't align with any other jersey you've done before. Don't try and don't piss on our back and tell us it's raining. Basically, <laughs> I guess the yeah. only thing I'd change would make the front part of the collar the same as the base collar. So you've only got the back part, the white, mm-hmm. as, a good as the contrast. Yep. Is it a separate piece, or does the does the um, flat lock just go over the top of the neck? Yeah, uh, I think I it know. used to be yeah. a separate piece, and then it. It changed whatever for, for, for some reason. Okay. I don't know what it'd be now. Yeah. Manly have dropped their 23 items. Um, I'm a big fan of that away, actually. Um, I don't know if you guys had too much more to say on, on the release, but I actually like that. There's yeah, a well, slight adjustment the, the to the away. away the yeah. full white or the alternate with the maroon top? The maroon top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah alternate. Um, no, there's been oh, a bit yeah. of support for that one, eh? I, uh, it's a bit to say about it, but I might have to wait until a later time. Till the new year? All right. There is, there is a, a, a pretty interesting story about it, but probably not one I can share until the dust settles a little bit. Cool. A little bit of sizzle. A bit of sizz. Okay. Titans away. 23, white, light, and bright. The jersey represents the Titans' catchment from the home on the Gold Coast all the way out as Logan and Lismore from Titans.com. Don't sell us the wank kit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's not from me. The, uh, if it, I tend to agree, although the Dynasty and Titan guys, marketing guys do a great job. But yeah, no, that's cool. I agree. Um, but obviously very biased here, but this could be one of the favourite favorite jerseys I think I've um, been involved in. Um, and I don't know if you guys feel the same. A lot of the times you get, you get a, a, a product and it, you know, it gives the exact same vibe as it does on screen or on a CAD. Like, it's, oh, yeah, that's exactly as I expected it to be. Some mm-hmm. rock up and are like, holy shit, like, this looks so much better or this really doesn't work in person. A good example of that was the Shark, Cronulla Sharks away jersey from last year, the black one. Um, we thought it was, you know, pretty average looking on screen. And then seeing it played and worn by the players, well, holy shit, like, this looks so much fucking better. So, um Really, you know, paid merit to the idea of getting things sampled and getting things tested and worn and checked out. Um, this Titans one's another one. I think seeing it in the full white kit, which sometimes can be a bit much, white overload. Um, this just looks so clean and crisp and much better than the home home jersey for mine. So pretty happy with how, how it's turned out. Last few years, Titans have had a bit of that sort of icy look in some of their stuff, eh? And I know it really suits them, even though... You wouldn't expect that from Gold Coast. Mm, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's it's a it steers away from what I 
really picture the Titans to be. A, a, you know, I, I still go back to that oh, uh, what was it, 07 armor looking design that they use, you know, which I think you had on there away last year. Um, but it, it's still a very nice, clean design. Can I ask, is yeah. it supposed to, is it a play on like the waves of the ocean, like coming into the sea or is it just a, a concept that came to be? Um, it was just, I mean, Titans embrace that gradient, right? And I've said it before, the, the sign to Navy gradient, but um, rather than any waves or coastal theme, I just wanted to see how white went to, to cyan. Um, that gold band on the front was originally a few other things. I tried making it a chevron, uh, same as the home jersey, but they wouldn't go for it. Tried making a big, thick V, tried making a, a shallow little tiny V. Um, couldn't get it over the line, so we, we, we went the small, you know, straight line across the front. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Nice. wonder if it'll exactly. sell. I think it will. Although, how well do white jerseys sell? Not good. Not yeah. Good. Ask, ask my colleague Brett. He will say that um, stick far away from any white designs because you just can't sell them. Yep. <laughs> Although, I may have caught whisper that this might be outselling the home jersey. So, mm. we'll see. It's a nice design. Knights 23, nothing new, really. Right well, on to the Knights. There isn't, but do you remember um, Do you remember us, you know, speculating on how that NIB logo would look on the front and people were saying that it's, you know, not going to be big and green and we were, you know, people were saying it was blue. Was that the case? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the sort of yeah. sub photo on the, yeah. the front. Yeah. And uh, you guys with your sublimation expertise, interjected and, and mentioned that, you know, sublimation can look blue when it's still on the... On the paper. Yep. So you were right? Yep, still green. It's not the light green. I think they've alternated the colours, so they've gone with the darker green on the, the base and it's not a box anymore. They've gone with more of a pill shape. Um, yeah. So maybe yeah. trying to appease the fans? I don't know. Melbourne Storm 2023, again, not too much here. Oh, this is just their home that's dropped so far. Maybe a few slight adjustments we were talking off air, Nick, but yeah, um, yeah. seems to be similar. The same, eh? Yeah. What I find strange is, because obviously everything you do is around the two-year cycle, right? So if you are going to make a change, would you not, yeah, would you not make it significant? Unless it's an iconic design like a Penrith, you know, a Penrith with the three stripes across the front and a black jersey, that's probably something you can just tinker with every couple of years. This, to me, whether it's two years ago, whether it's now, has never been the iconic Melbourne Storm design. Well, I don't think they're at the end of their two-year cycle. I think they only dropped that last year. I don't know about that because they've made changes, but you can't just subtly tinker with it because that's a new jersey. But they've only been with Castor for one year. Melbourne Storm 2021 jersey. It's definitely like the same chevron. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a, <clears throat> so they had this jersey in 2021, 2022, and then now they're, they're going for the okay. tinted version in 2023. Yeah. So, okay. Which right. then means, I mean, not that anyone cares, but for, for retail sales in 2024, you've essentially <clears throat> had a very similar jersey. One that I don't think is iconically the storm. Not at all. Strange. Some weird decisions being made 
Mac. Sorry, yeah. The only real small changes they made is the little like chevron detailing in the sort of lower half. And did they add the lightning bolts on the side? Lightning bolts on the side, yeah, yeah. that's right. The um the chevron's probably slightly shallower. And the Storm chevron's gonna... purple now, which I think it was navy before. Yeah. It's and a storm it anniversary here too. So there's an anniversary logo on the back. I think it's twenty five years. Um and that sits on the Upper neck. Oh, there is. You're right. Well, call me stupid. I would have done a retro jersey. Yeah, maybe. Stupid <laughs> idea. Yeah, well, yeah. Like those things would go gangbusters. You, you, we know the apparel fan community, right? We know that that old school thick white collar, bold thunderbolts coming down. Why yeah. wouldn't they? The Kamali I f- era. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like getting a little red box on my uh, office wall. In case of an in case of an emergency, <laughs> release a fucking heritage jersey. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, yeah. yeah. When in fucking doubt, go nostalgic. When in doubt, don't be creative. Just call me someone else. <laughs> <laughs> what about trying to merge the old with the new, like the Brisbane Broncos have done for their home twenty three? So the jersey designed uh, by the, uh, inspired by the Brisbane River pays homage to the club's rich history, taking inspiration from the club's success in the early 1990s while also ushering in an exciting future for the Broncos. From broncos.com.au. Sorry, how is it inspired by the river? Yeah, we need to fucking uh, dissect that bullshit. <laughs> what does, is it, what does is it mean? Isn't like the angle of the river the other way? Like, that, wouldn't the, the diagonal Mason, be on the other direction? The resident Queenslander, explain this for us. Where's uh, the river? Well, they say Queenslanders have two heads, right? So, you know, when you go cross-eyed, things get all blurry. Well, imagine having two heads and crossing those two heads and those four eyes. I think that's the logic. And then yeah. if, you, uh, if you close your eyes, do six spins and then grab at your crotch, maybe yeah. just maybe it looks like the Brisbane River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's some marketing person needs shooting for that, like seriously. Well, they it's... needed to come up with something, don't they? I mean, again, Nick and I were talking off air and you got to – they're trying well, something trying, different. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying something different instead of keeping with that classic thing, but it's – it's it's very a bit too new age for those that we know love that traditional style in the rugby league space and fuck me that collar man that collar that collar why is it square at the bottom <laughs> stop it why it's a why toilet are bowl, like. always coming I, out so thick it is a to- <laughs> toilet bowl yeah. sit on my face <laughs> <laughs> it's an invitation um, I mean, obviously, it harks back to that. Oh, I can't remember what year what years it was, but remember that obviously that diagonal Broncos jerseys, Nike, which yeah. I don't think were ever that good anyway. No, no. it was about twenty sixteen, was it? Did we end up saying Nick something like I would, that? I would have thought earlier, but I could be wrong. Okay, um, their Nike with, era, yeah, whenever it bloody was. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> seeing it on, it's not as bad as I. Thought. I, I hate this. 13, 14. There yeah, I, there I had I had 13 in my browser. So um, I I hate the, I mean, I hate the shorts. I hate the stripes on the end, end of the shorts. I just think it looks tacky. Mm-hmm. It looks, I, I caught wind of this uh, probably three months ago now. And um, I didn't like it then. 
it, it doesn't look quite as bad in person, but that, you know, it, it is a shit show. And I'm cu- curious to see what they're going to do for the away. Um, I've heard whisper that maybe the away is just staying the same as last year. So watch this space. Okay, he's pretending like he doesn't know. I don't. I I can't remember that version. Okay. Oh, that that, that, that uh, yeah. But a well, lot of the comments are like, "Why do the stripes not line up?" Yeah, I was going to ask. I think Nick, you said you and some of your some of your mates aren't a fan of um, jerseys that aren't symmetrical. Uh, one of, How yeah, does this? One of my mates hates a symmetrical jersey. Yeah. I like really? to show it to him. He won't have seen it yet. Um, I don't know. I remember doing something like this for. Do you remember that one, the traditional jersey I did for Netball Queensland, Mason? I did, yes. Yep. With the, the well, it was better. <laughs> it was better, better executed than this. Like the, yeah. But it was the same sort of diagonal offset stripes kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good on them for trying. It's not, it's different. Yeah. It's, it's got that, not, is it not Art Deco? It's, um, what's pop, pop culture? There's an art style that's coming to mind there. Don't, don't get marketing wanky on us, mate. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Nick, uh, um, <laughs> Nick, a funny little note you mentioned about the uh, the asymmetrical jerseys. Yeah. I was in New Zealand last week and finally got to meet the team over there and met the the Kiwi head designer, Nate. He's the guy that did all the Moana Pacifica stuff. Yeah. We're talking to him about some of the work he's done and some of his favourite creations. And he thinks that it's easy to do obviously symmetrical jerseys yeah. so what he does to push himself is see how he can do great designs that are asymmetrical yeah uh, i'm definitely not against asymmetrical jerseys eh? i love them well you look at the more some of the wana stuff you'll see yeah. that you know you see what you know where he's coming from there so mm. just there's an been some little tidbit. Um, quite cool french rugby stuff in the past as well um their sevens jerseys and stuff that are asymmetrical it's quite similar to the moana design actually with like a sort of wing or they have the sail coming down across the center so a lot of european rugby i think has that though like we've looked at a few in the last 12 months or even going back further european than that. rugby man it's underrated what they do some good stuff i'll have to get more into it next year we will touch on moana soon but let's finish with rugby league huddersfield giants third so this is from giantsrl.com our Giants 23 third shirt features a classy black and pink design topped off with a subtle pink hexagonal pattern with this spe- special edition black and pink shirt will be worn at Magic Round on 4th of June next year. Potentially yeah, think- an, an early option for a, an award for next year's. Maybe. I um I mentioned to you pre-show that, yeah, this this looks great. And the only thing I'd change would be the, the sort of side panels. To- oh. Um, oh, he's coming around to it now, maybe. Or, <laughs> just looking wow. at the there's, the... there's there's two different photos here. One looks like it actually is a side panel and one looks like it's subbed. So if it's a sub side panel, I'd change it to an actual side panel. If it is a real side panel, like one of the image looks like, then I'll stick to that. Look at um, but yeah, the little subtle graphic in it is, is awesome. Um, love the hexagon cutoff bits and... Um, Tonal logos, how good! Tonal logos, come on, let's see more of them locally. St- let's do it. Let's do it. I also don't know why, but I always love when the the collarbone sponsors are like straight. I don't know why. I prefer that to the angled ones, but especially mm-hmm. when they look like that, they're quite sort of short. 
don't know. I just think it makes it look stronger again. Off at the how's yep. the price for it? So an adult jersey's fifty pounds basically, which is ninety Aussie dollars. Yeah, not that bad, eh? Bit yeah. friendlier. Yeah, a few different people not taking a cut in that. Probably <laughs> yes. Do they sell the um, player issue or like the authentic version? Not quite sure, mate. Yeah. Topping things off for Rugby League, the New South Wales Blues and the Queensland Maroons, both from Puma, have released um, next year's kits. We haven't really gotten too much formalities on New South Wales, but we know that they don't do so well in that space. But Queensland have pushed out, yeah, some campaigning around their 2023 jersey. Um, Big red W on the front of the Blues, which I know all of the Blues fans are extremely happy about. So. Once again, Queensland dominating not only on the field but also off the field. What a jersey. <laughs> That's shit else. I've, I'm on the Instagram, the New South Wales Instagram page where they announced it. Dynasty Sport official has commented crying face. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit provocative, don't you think? To our uh, competitors team. at Puma. Let's... Uh... Let's go on from one Maroon to another Maroon, even though their team name is Reds. The Reds Rugby, designed by Queensland's new apparel partner, Canterbury, from New Zealand. The jersey features a limited edition logo on the shape of the state, celebrating the 140th year of Queensland Rugby. 23 playing kit will feature white shorts for the first time since 02, while the front of the jersey features elements of the Reds mascot, Rusty. Shall I repeat my rant that I included to you guys earlier in the week when this one came out? Yeah, go on. Might as well. Let's right? just fucking oversize a logo and slap it on the front of a jersey and say it's amazing. Come it on. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's quite that bad because it, it doesn't scream the, 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 the logo. Being so oversized and cutting off such a portion, it almost becomes just graphical elements. So I don't hate it, but. Uh, these guys obviously are no longer with us, so yeah, I do hate it. <laughs> like I don't, we we know, three of us all know what goes on behind the scenes to get something approved, right? There's a whole lot of hoops that you need to jump and a whole lot of people that you need to impress and get signed off that really shouldn't or don't, you know, shouldn't have a say, but that's just the way that it is. But when I see something like this, like we're celebrating, what is it, 140 years? Yeah. Me as a designer, like when I'm working on SSN, Firebirds, whatever, like that is a privilege for me to work on a design that we are going to, you know, that the players are going to wear and it's going to be showcased, live TV, live streaming, whatever. I just think it's a bit of a slap in the face to just, it's, it's just cheap to just get the logo, stretch it out so it's oversized and slap it on. Like... There are so many talented designers looking for jobs in the industry, so many talented designers that you can see on Instagram, Facebook, Behance, whatever. Mm. It's just really, disres- in my mind, it's just disrespectful for all involved to come up with a design like that. Again, probably not the designer's fault, but as a collective, do better. Like, my God, do better. Yeah, before anyone uh, jumps down our throat, I've done this plenty of times. I don't need you to show me where I've done this. I'll probably continue doing this. 
in, when you're in the trenches trying to get things approved, it's a different story. Um, but I will throw back to my comment about the Melbourne Storm. Surely you prioritise 140 years of Queensland rugby yeah. rather than rusty the beloved Reds Koala. Like, surely that's your first point of call. I'd be smashing the emergency box, release a fucking retro jersey. And and Rusty's only, you know, 20 years old or whatever, that that specific version of that logo, so. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, do you, have, like any, we, do you have an issue with this as a training? No, not as a training. Like, I'm talking on field, you know, you could be winning a, a premiership, you could be winning a championship in your 140th year. <laughs> the and Reds. this is... And this is what, yeah, well, but it probably says something about the organisation. Mate, it's, it is a great point. You, I, I guess you've got to design with that in mind, that this like is what I, you're wearing when you're holding the trophy, right? I, I know it's different. We spoke to Cal earlier in the year from QRL um, and they only have three games a year and whatever else. But the work and the history that he did, you know, and that his team did to go back through the archives and find stuff and, particularly that captain's run jersey. It wasn't even an on-field thing. It was a captain's yeah. run jersey. And the history and the design that was involved in that, it's just frustrating. But anyway. Something, yeah, less frustrating is just interesting Canterbury sticking to the whole red CCC now on a lot mm. of their stuff. Bit of a shift from Canterbury in the fast, last few yeah. years. They so were very dominant for a very long time. And they kind of fell off pre-COVID, I think a couple of years pre-COVID. So a bit of a shift now. I don't know if it's under new management or what, but they're making a slight resurgence. Uh, Aren't sportswear brands just like zombies, right? You think they're dead. They're gone for all money and they always come back. Be okay. They were gone for all love and money. Well, They've made a a comeback. ISC, big one. ISC. ISC were... The company, they were the place yeah. to go to for, for AFL and NRL, at least. Anyway, actually, even Super but, Netball for a time, they had them too yeah, in the early BLK, days. BLK as well, like BLK had a shitload. We forget about that even just before I see. And the way and those they were, two guys, they were Cougar before yeah. BLK too, yes. right? Yep. So and the way those guys exited the market, I think that upset a fair few people, uh, from what I've heard, allegedly. And then they just return like nothing happened. Like Canterbury, mm-hmm. like to your point, you hear stories that Canterbury weren't doing well and then all of a sudden they come back. So Some of them can hold on with that reputation or they find a whole lot of money somewhere. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let, let's move on to something I'm really excited about and a bit disappointed I didn't get a sneak peek of this any earlier, fellas, but uh, Western Force 2023. So westernforce.rugby, the 2023 away jersey homages the legacy paved by those donned the Western gold once before the iconic gold and black colour schemes are uh, honoured in, uh, in the away jersey, upholding the heritage and traditions of rugby in WA. Uh, this is a bit of a long spiel, but I do feel like it's worth mentioning. The Mali, which is the black swan, an emblem of the Western Forced and Western Australian shines across the chest, proudly presented in advanced adhesive material. The Mali will assist in regaining grip in the game situations withstanding the rigorous commitment on the field. So focus from the marketing spiels, the away, which, you know, is different for Western Force. Kit, I'll let you kind of dive into this, but I'm just a fan of both. I love both. Can I have a sample of both, please? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
<laughs> I don't even have one of them. <laughs> but please share. I might be able to hook you guys up, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I think these turned out pretty good. It wasn't easy. It was uh, they were signed late in the piece, and there was certainly some uh, frustrations with trying to get stuff approved and you know made quickly. Where we've landed is really cool. Um, yeah, that away jersey. I think I intended it to be a heritage jersey initially. Uh, ended up being the away. I love it. The home, there was about a million different concepts and we landed at that one, which pretty cool. A lot of people have commented uh, reminiscent of East Perth in the Waffle, who I believe they share a ground with. Mm. Um, and there's a, a few other cool pieces in the range. I, I, I really dig the, the training, the away and, and uh, the alt training and the regular training. There's some cool stuff there. But also the warm-up is cool, basketball is cool. And we've done done an Aussie Rules Guernsey, uh, which is very similar to what the WA State of Origin team wears, substituting the the black swan from the flag with the the force, uh, you know, logo. So a little bit of a cheeky ding, and I believe Rebel got on board with it, which was cool. So um, this might have been what we were working on just before Nick joined, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. I think you were working on it basically my first week because i remember you getting a little bit frustrated about the size of certain logos i think they wanted the right chest logo to be 16 centimeters wide or something something like that yeah the bms 16 centimeters on a chest but nah the the away kit yeah that's come out awesome and then obviously home kit is super nice too so has the blue changed is it the same blue that they've always gone with not to detail how the sausage is made, but they've got a PMS for the blue and the blue that they like doesn't match that, which is not uncommon. Hmm. So we sent them a shitload of swatches and they picked one off and that's their true north. Yeah. That's a, that's a colour that's really come in in the last few years and particularly pairing with that black. Like I've actually got it down on it as a potential episode for the future if I ever find an extra day in the week to put some more attention into those. Um, but the, that blue is everywhere now, that kind of really vibrant blue. I think, Nick, while we were at game, we introduced that blue into the, the yeah, rebranding of there. What did we call and, it? Like Pacific or something? Or? I can't oh, remember. Cobalt, but Cobalt. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's a nice striking colour and it really pairs well with black. I'm just a really big fan of um, those jerseys. I'm curious, did you get any pushback with the black and yellow stripes? Because anytime I try to incorporate anything with, well, not even black and yellow, but yellow and white stripes, you know, black oh. and yellow stripes, you get that, it look like a bumblebee. Bumblebee, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I certainly get your point. I just, I think that they were. Not my point. Not my point. I'm a fan of black and white stripes, but I'm uh, sorry, yellow and black stripes, but. I've heard the yeah. same as well, yeah, but I, obviously Heritage took over and. Uh, they were wise enough, but one I thing think, I will uh, say is the Force social media team does an awesome job. So if you haven't checked that out, um, for a small team that needs to be doing a lot to make cut through in an AFL market, they're certainly uh, gone above and beyond. So you know, well done to them. Melbourne Rebels twenty three. This is from Melbourne Rebels dot rugby. This year's jersey design has been inspired by the unique architectural texture. 
that are at the heart of Melbourne's iconic landscape from the linear angles of Fed Square along the Yarra River to Webb Bridge and back home to Amy Park. This jersey allows you to wear the fingerprints of Melbourne and celebrate our iconic city. Nick, do you want to have the floor, mate? This is obviously one near and dear to your heart. Probably will always be. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose this was my first job almost at Dynasty. Um, you, 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 you did the on-field stuff, which fair enough. You weren't going to trust me with that straight away. <laughs> um, but no, I think super cool jersey that that's that's come up with. Um, I know some of the concepts you had were pretty crazy, so I'm hoping we get to see them at some point. Uh, and then, yeah, training range won't be everyone's cup of tea, um, but the Rebels are really pushing that that Burn City. Miami kind of vibe, so we've we've gone pretty out there, and it's a fun team to work on because, yeah, it it is. You can do what you like. You can go crazy on it, sort of thing. With the they don't have a lot of tradition behind them, so you have that license to go with that more European. They want to push that sort of modern, out there street culture kind of vibe. So, uh, Mm -hmm. it it, it is a super fun team to work on. It's topical because I was down in Melbourne meeting with them yesterday for the first time and. Mate, their gear is probably some of the, the favourite that I've seen a Dynasty logo on. So um, well done to you, Nick, in your first first little job you were tasked with at Dynasty. Like seeing them all together um, was sick, really, really sick. So all the players, re- you know, doing weights. And apparently they love all the gear. Um, so I, I'm with Nick. I want to get, get hold of some of this for my own personal collection. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I am waiting on a package from New Zealand apparently. <laughs> and just another quick comment: uh, We did the basketball jersey, a uh, basketball jersey or singlet for these guys. That's right. Apparently, there's a, apparently there's a team in America who's copied us <laughs> five years ago. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder if they copied them, copied us on purpose, just with yeah. the iconicness of the design. Or... Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, your great mate from New Zealand. Nate, mm-hmm. your great mate, Nate. Um, so is this his stuff from Moana Pacifica? Yeah. The releasing of their gear. Oh, I like that. Um, what are we calling that yellow tinted color? It's a nice, is it, is it yellow oh, or is it orange, orange or what do we say? Orange, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the a- asymmetric. Yeah, it's like a Polynesian about. sail of, their, of that sort of traditional Polynesian boat. Mm-hmm. Coming across the chest, and then obviously, yeah, Polynesian patterning throughout the sleeves and stuff. Even the training stuff's really cool. Like, I, yeah, um, I got a heap of messages about this stuff. People going, Oh, what you've done with Moanica's Moana's so good, and you know, you're good to see you evolve and really push the envelope. I didn't have the heart to tell them I didn't work on it, so I just, <laughs> I just lied to them. I didn't lie, I didn't <laughs> lie, I just didn't correct them. So, uh, I don't know if any of the New Zealand team catch wind of this but sorry night uh, <laughs> i did not i did not correct them <laughs> didn't have the heart to <laughs> much better um application i think than what what's the other is it fijian drawer that they've kind of missed the mark haven't they with their items almost looks a bit, little bit cheaper doesn't it just like looking through some of the files of what nate's done um just like fun to look through as well so mm. He's done a great job. All the training stuff, super cool. Um, that 
you'll see the pattern come through on the training stuff with like these radiating circular triangles and man i don't even know how to do that shit so <laughs> he's done well youtube tutorials yeah it's yeah. the best learning places get on them that's it for rugby, I think. So let's move on now to the around ball, um, NBL Indigenous round. I think as we're recording, we're in the middle of this at the moment or at the start of this. Let's not dissect each team too much, but there's a fair bit to um, to look through. Maybe favourites and least favourites, guys? You start us off, Mason. Yeah, okay. Um, probably, I think, without you know, reading all of the stories, I reckon kind of missed the mark this year, I think, on most of the teams. Yeah. Um, look, I'd probably say because I like the colours, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, it's not too busy, but not too, you know, when we talk Indigenous, we, we do like it busy. But, yeah, probably Wildcats and Southeast Phoenix for me. Um, probably misses uh, Jack Jumpers. I think it's probably a little bit too needed a bit more to it um and bullets is very out there for me bullets is dodgy yeah the warrior uh not warriors the breakers oh my god yeah what is that i can't stand that it's a trifle i mean i know that's you know a traditional maori pattern and stuff but oh why have they like have they stretched it why is there a stroke on it why do the shorts have the same pattern why are the breakers so shit now after having like <laughs> such a good organization when it was owned by the like family on the North shore and then some Americans bought it and oh man, their jerseys have just been trash ever since. That, I'm to... sure they've stretched this design because you look at it on Twitter and the background has it like perfect triangles almost. And then yeah. the design's been like vertically stretched. So Hewed up, yeah. 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 The, the shorts are just too much. Like it's not good. What I um bit of ghosting in their fade as well, going from pink to black. <laughs> Where's the uh the fifty percent pink and the black, mate? Mm-hmm. I'm a little oh, bit yeah. of a fan of the um Melbourne United one as well. I don't mind that. Again, that sort of bright blue color that you just spoke about with Force Mason. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, like you say, they're all a little bit missing the mark, but this one, this one's one that jumps out to me i am oh shit i'm surprised i'm alone here my favorite by far is the taipans one i think that to me is iconic different you know screens indigenous they own the colors i think that's awesome i love that um the rest to me fall flat um big fan of the traditional names across the front which i think you know, we're seeing for the first time for a couple of these teams. But I think a lot of these, and we've spoken about it when t- talking about Indigenous, the design is too big. I think Indigenous design looks better when the dots aren't, you know, the size of a to squash scale. ball. Yeah. Yeah. The dots so need like, to be the size that you would actually be painting them. Yeah. So the Wildcats, some of those seem a little bit bigger. Some of the other teams as well. Um, I think... Also, some maybe haven't changed too much from previous years. So, yeah, not my favourite year of NBL Indigenous. I've bought probably two or three Wildcats ones previously, but I certainly won't be buying them this year. Staying on with the 
Indigenous round. The officials have also been kitted out with some Indigenous art by Christina McPherson, uh, a proud Barada Kabbalabra Ewa woman, um, which I don't think this is the first time that the officials have also been included, which is, yeah, good to see. Oh, actually, maybe, you know, that, that bird element on the front is pretty cool. You could probably include that in, in my favourites. I like the little the backing the bird has. Not just some dots, you know. It's I like that negative that sort of that that texture to the white, yeah, blotch behind it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mentioned a few times on the podcast now, um, Cherney Sutton, Indigenous artist, has also um, had her art included on the ball, the NBL balls there. The Jack Jumpers are on the hunt for their 2023-2024 Indigenous. Uh, artists to create a design to be on the jersey, shorts, and potentially other apparel. So we'll include that in the episode description. Keeping on now to soccer, Western Sydney Wanderers. Football, Football, my bad. Uh, Their 2022-2023 third kit. Mate, we're in Australia. We call it soccer. Actually, I don't think we do call it soccer anymore. It's the FFA Cup, mate. (laughs) Not FSA or... Bit of a military type look for the third kit for the Wanderers. I don't mind it, actually, to be honest. No, I always always quite like that, like, khaki or olivey kind of green. Mm. Um, Not quite... doesn't quite stand up next to the, uh, the home kit that we loved a few weeks back with the sort of jagged stripes the the sort of painterly stripes but nah i'm always down for a like a khaki jersey so and geez let's hope i get these next two pronunciations right bologna 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 yeah bologna fc fourth uh designed by macron in collaboration with elisabetta franchi style design and tech style design technical and eco fabric materials attention to detail and elegant pink is a <laughs> is a better Frenchies brand color. Uh, the components of the fourth jersey that we will see in Bologna wear exclusively against Atalanta on Monday, 9th of January. What do you what do you think, Nick? Anything? Yeah, classy little collar, tickling your fancy. Yeah, it's it's nice enough. Um, classy collar, I like the pink. I think it's got a curved hem by the looks, which is always nicer. Yeah, um, the shorts seem to have like that basketball trim on the bottom though, which I don't know, maybe is a little bit too much, but matches uh, the collar. Yeah, it matches the collar, so you can't can't hate on them for it. You know, this is really weird for me. The thing I probably like the most, well, not the most, but I think just seals the deal, is the navy buttons. Yeah, the, the navy buttons on that soft pink. I don't know, like it just finishes it off really nicely. Overall, like when you go a polo like that too, you have to have it like quite high and just looking square up top. And no, it's a nice it's clean good. cut. Yeah, looks nice, clean, fits well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't find any spiel on this one, but uh, do you know this team, Nick Caglari Caglari Calcio? Is that how you pronounce that one? Have hey, uh, every time I hear it, I just hear Cagliari. So Cagliari, okay, Cagliari. I don't think it's like Cagliari, like. A Canadian place, <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> uh, they've dropped a 
Christmas themed training warm up shirt, which uh, you know relates to the <laughs> <laughs> relates to that old ugly ugly sweater style. I don't know. I didn't mind it with the Rams on the front there. I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> Maybe it just looks terrible because none of the shirts in the photo fit that fit that well. Fit the, fit the people on the front, yeah. yeah. And we're getting towards the end now. So back over in the US, this is from Oakland Roots um, and Oakland Soul football team in the US unveiled the new Rooted in Power jersey in collaboration with the Dr. Huey P. Newton Foundation, the All Power and uh, All Power to the People Project and MEYBA. The release of the jersey includes a short film titled Rooted in Power by Calvin Gaskin. The film is a cinematic poem about transcending truth to power as past, present and future merge through the eyes of a young boy growing up in Oakland and exploring its roots. Um, so I think this is kind of all tied with the uh, Black Panther movement um, and a few of the, the foundations in there, but really striking design it's got that the black panther logo centered on the front of the the men's one anyway the roots port adelaide type colors i guess you could say but yeah i I quite like the detailing that they've included and having it in the number on the back i think as a jersey i prefer the soul one Mm -hmm. um yeah a little bit less cartoony with the no panther on it um that that panther is the logo of the yeah yeah the organization though yeah um and the sort of text on that soul one gives a kind of cool texture and rounding out with our news unless there's been any late drops as we've been recording the NHL Winter Classic the the Bruins versus the Penguins so the NHL Winter Classic jer- uh, Bruins Winter Classic jersey is inspired by a variety of Bruins looks through the years. The big, bold gold stripes on a black base make this sweater unmistakably Boston. And the Penguins NHL Winter Classic uniform is inspired by Pittsburgh's original NHL franchise, the 1925 Pittsburgh Pirates. The P crest stands equally for Pittsburgh and Penguins and is inspired by the city's rich professional sports history. Looks like a honeybee. <laughs> it's a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, apparently, this is the first time in the Winter Classic that both teams will have exactly the same uh, color combination. So the mm. black, the gold, and I think they're calling it heritage white. It's like that sort of retro, slightly off white, yeah, yep. off white. Um, and if you look at an aesthetics video, uh, they did a, a video on these and in all the numbers and the logos there's like extra stitching lines to make the jersey look old school like it's sort of been stitched back together tattered and groovy um, so all the numbers and and stuff have that good youtube video Uh, that one aesthetics i'll add that in the good channel um obviously the lace collar cool um and then on the pittsburgh one as well apparently the the squared off shoulder yoke that's quite skinny is is a different thing um for hockey so uh, another point of detail there love it i'd love to get to an ice hockey game oh mate one time i will almost want to buy one of these (laughs) one of those ones (laughs) yeah just the retroness of them it's cool yeah okay 
And that rounds us out. Uh, I know that we intended on finishing up with our awards episode and we're still going to do that, but we needed to extend one week because there was a whole lot of stuff we wanted to to chat about before then. So uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, if you wanted to get in touch, you can email us at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com or send us a message via Instagram. Um, we'd love to hear from you on some suggested episodes or topics for next year as we start to plan what the calendar looks like for next year. We can thank Sean Castelline, our good friend on Instagram, for getting in touch with us after our comments on Uruguay's stars. So the the story for Uruguay's stars is that before the World Cup, the Olympics were considered the World Championships. They won two times before the World Cup. So Hence why they've got a few additional stars on the top of their logo. Um, thank you, everybody, also for gauging with our stories and sharing your suggestions and nominations for our award episode. We will be releasing that next week, just before Christmas, and um, then taking a well-deserved break. Hit the, the little bell icon or the little thumbs to let us uh, smash so you, the like button. Smash the like button. So uh, you're here for when the awards episode drops next week and ready for late January, early February next year. Don't forget to share the episode with anyone who's interested in the industry. Um, some good insights here today from Kit and Nick in some of the projects that they've been working on. Even out of the industry, share it to your nana, your uncle, your <laughs> fucking shih tzu, whoever you want to share it to, we're completely content with. Hopefully I have some ex- exciting things to share next year from Valor as well. So Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we'll keep in touch in that space. Don't forget to leave us a review on your preferred podcast app and some stars. Kit? 23. 23. The magic number. The year coming up. Ooh. Nothing Croatia related? No, but shout out. Didn't someone rate us three stars or something recently? Someone gave us two stars. I'm hoping it's because we told them to and not because we're shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good job there. Hey, look, any any star is better than, well. It's not. Let, let's it? <laughs> Try and get us at least three stars. Just uh, it does actually help get us some exposure on the podcasting platforms. Why would they only listen when we say two and not twenty three? Mm, maybe that maybe mm. they've done like five 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 five, and then they needed the two to round it up. I don't uh, know. Yeah, twenty two has to be it. Yep. Anyway, I'm absolutely pooped. Um, one episode to go. I'm looking really looking forward to the awards app. We'll, I think we'll try and get some stuff out, Nick, this week. Yeah. Uh, finalize that. I'm really, really excited. Let's go. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You want a joke? Oh, we haven't had one in a while. We haven't. I've been MIA a little bit. Uh, back Probably to regular not. scheduling. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, the joke is. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. The energy is absolutely bursting at the seams. What do Fremantle Dockers fans do after they win the premiership? They Turn don't off know, their PlayStation. Know. You fucking <laughs> killed my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is good though. I already, that's that's great. Why are they playing PlayStation, not Xbox?
Oh, we're PlayStation gang here. Yeah. You're outnumbered. Superior race. Oh, mate, I haven't even touched a controller in like... I haven't either. 12 months. (laughs) Well, probably not that long, but I went and bought the new Pokemon game and barely turned it on and new Fortnite map out. I don't even know what that means. Old FIFA. I don't want to whinge, but I'm so burnt out. Now. Oh, blame me, mate. <laughs> Hardest working man in the industry. Looking forward to Christmas. Some rest time, some beach time. Hope you all are too. Let's get out of here.